0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Unstoppable Leader podcast. In today's podcast, you'll hear the amazing story of how a five-year-old already successful Aussie business, Stage Kings, went from losing almost 98% of his business during COVID-19 to doubling the number of staff and raising over $30,000 towards a charity. Now, this podcast goes through the story of grit and inspiring teamwork that had this business go from building Ninja Warrior sets in Formula 1 structures to make guests in less than a week. Jeremy is a super inspiring human being and I hope you walk away with a number of lessons on how to handle things even in the toughest times and how to turn things around with what can only be described as extreme mental toughness. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everybody welcome to the unstoppable leader podcast with your guest myself Maria City. and with myself I have today for you an unstoppable leader Jeremy Fleming of Stage Kings how are you Jeremy?
1: Really well Maria thank you so much for having me.
0: Not a problem at all and I have to say I was just sharing with Jeremy not that long ago I actually read about his story over the last few weeks because he is a amazing example of what is possible when you pivot, even in the most difficult times as we are in right now with COVID and what you've done, Jeremy, is pretty phenomenal. Now, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I'll tell I can tell the audience what you used to do as a business and then you yeah. can tell them what you've done in the last few weeks. So correct me if I'm wrong. So you used to be, and I'm sure you will be post COVID an Australian full service, creative design, scaffold design, and engineering firm that, delivers decorated stages and structures. Did I get that right? Because I literally read that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, that, that is correct. So, so we, especially in the event space, so we, we, we work in the events industry, building stages for, for big events and concerts and festivals and you know, things like the Pop-Up Globe Theatre and the Formula Ones and uh, Edinburgh Military tactic. We do a lot of those sorts of structures for those events.
0: Wow. So you had some pretty big customers, and, and it was a good business. How long ago did you start, Jeremy? Tell me a little bit about your the story of Stage Kings, and then we can come to what's happened in the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, sure. It's an interesting backstory. So we we were five years uh, last month uh, with Stage wow. we started. So uh, my wife and I uh, run the company, uh, and we like I say, five years ago we've done some big stuff in that five years. We did the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. We built. Uh, everything you see on the television for so that we did wow. uh, a couple of years ago. So in five years we grew from a little staging company to one of the main players uh, in the Australian market.
0: Fantastic. What do you think was the reason for that success, Jeremy? Five years is a short time in business, by the way.
1: It's quite short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, and and surprising how quickly we grew. We look, we just have a can-do attitude. Uh, everyone that works for us, we we're always trying to do things better. Uh, and like I, I keep telling the guys, we're called stage kings, so we can't do everything the same as everyone else. We need to be the best, uh, yeah. and everyone has that mentality, and so we've, we, we grew really quite quickly.
0: Is it a crowded space at all, Jeremy? I don't know much
1: about the market. Yeah, so, well, look, there, there's, there's about half a dozen main players in the country, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of international players as well, so uh, we're, we're one, of the, one of the main four now in the country, and um, everyone's busy, though, so I don't think it's too crowded.
0: Yeah, well, congratulations, because in five years to get the, that sort of status in the industry is pretty, pretty phenomenal. So I wanted to ask you, what happened when COVID hit? Tell us about that.
1: Well, I'll tell you how, where I was as well. I, I, we were in Melbourne. We were building the set for Ninja Warrior, which we do every year. Oh, wow. Uh, we, so we were in, in Melbourne uh, working on that as well as the Grand Prix. We'd build a giant set piece for the Miley Cyrus and Robbie Williams concert tour. Uh, so we were down there, it was Friday the 13th of March. Uh, we'll always remember Friday the 13th and we um, were ready for the show. We were ready to meet the, there. Was, it was an, a, an, an English company had engaged us to build this uh, this set piece and so we were, we were there ready to to meet with those guys and we had a call the morning of the show. The morning the Formula One was supposed to open that they cancelled that event yes. and, and it was that same day that the Prime Minister came out and said that, uh, there was a ban on all public gatherings uh, of 500 people and more, which basically is 98% of what we do uh, was cancelled uh, when they cancelled that. So after that time it was phone call after phone call of cancellations, some uh, things, that Vivid and the Easter show and a bunch of festivals that we had on, all cancelled within that, that next week and, well, within a couple of days even. So we were, um, yeah, we were getting getting all the bad news and and wow. I think,
0: how yeah. much of your business had you lost jeremy was that pretty much all of your business or
1: well, we we're not sure how long it was going to go for we calculated that uh that let's say the next six months we were going to lose about two and a half million dollars uh, oh, in good in, heavens. uh yeah. which which is uh winter's always a little quieter for us anyway so it was was the winter revenue i, I do I, I felt immediately for the guys in europe that we're about to lose all their summer income because that that's a uh, yeah, that was, it's really hard to take.
0: Absolutely. So what did you do? I mean, I know, I know quite a few friends in the business, in the events business and it was absolutely mm. crippling and devastating because there were so many, as with a lot of organizations, families get impacted and I'm sure your staff. And, and how did you, firstly, how did you and your wife deal with it? It's a beautiful family business, I can relate. How did you mm. cope with that from a mental perspective and then how did you come up with the idea to do what you're doing now?
1: It's a, it was a massive blow. And, and we were, of course, really worried as as everyone was. Um, you know, like you said, 600, uh, it's, it's just under 600,000 event workers basically lost all of their income and, and their jobs from that day. Yeah. So huge, huge industry and, and hit very hard very early as well. So the first thing we started to think about was well, financially, how are we going to survive? Uh, we, we looked at all, all of our outgoings and the, you know, the, uh, the leases we have and, and tried to work through how we can manage all of that. We also had to talk to all of our crew. We had 23 staff working on that day. We, our, 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 our numbers fluctuate depending on the, on the events that we're working on. Uh, so at the time we had 23 and we had to talk to those guys and say, look, it's not this ban is going to stop everything we're doing and we're going to have no choice but to to let people go and and we we planned on what we what we needed to do to get through it and that meant that uh, we did have to make redundancies we had to let casual staff go we had to talk to our finance companies about halving or, or doing the best we could to to postpone repayments same with our rent and um yeah so we worked through all that and which was a terrible time. It was, it was horrible yeah. and we, we really struggled through it. We, we had the conversation. We even we said, look, there's a very good chance we'll lose our house uh, in this uh, to keep things going. And we even spoke to my, my parents live up in Harvey Bay and we spoke to them and said, look, uh, worst comes to worst, we might have to move up your way. So we were, we were preparing for the worst while hoping for the best.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then what happened?
1: Well, we were always were thinking what can we still do and yep. we were thinking of uh, what we could do with the scaffold and the truss and we could make some uh, temporary waiting rooms and things for hospitals and things. But yep. nothing really took off and, um, and so we did. On the Friday, the 20th of March, we let all of our staff go uh, and Mick and I, uh, Mick is our head of production who right. uh, is, is an, an integral part of the business. We, we planned on just he and I basically working two days a week just to try and keep things ticking over so we uh oh, it was that friday that we everyone left on yep. the sunday that week i was talking to a friend of mine in ireland uh, a guy named steve uh, steve fox from uh, flying elephant amazing company over there
0: yep.
1: and he said look we we're looking at making some furniture and you guys should consider doing the same thing we we had similar machines and people and skill sets and so uh, that was the that was switch uh, for me. And um, it was 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. I messaged Mick. Mick, we, we need to build desks. This is what's going to help. Uh, so we messaged Mick. And um, the next big coincidence is that Mick uh, designs and makes furniture in his spare time. So oh, he,
0: wow. He, I was going to ask you, how did Mick take that? But obviously.
1: <laughs> he loves it. He, I think yeah. he prefers it. He's not, he doesn't want to go back to stages. So <laughs> he, uh, this is his hobby. Uh, it 's something he loves and he 's very good at and so he on the Sunday I told him at eleven a m he worked on it through the day and uh, and the night and came in on Monday morning with plans and actually some three d uh, prints that he 'd done uh, prototyping these 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 desks and that was it we they were perfect we we thought that it's definitely the way we uh we were so uh, into it that we got some ply cut them that morning and uh then ran with it from there. That Monday evening, we did the e-commerce site. My wife, Tabitha, she, she does, uh, she's handy that way, and she, she got that e-commerce page up and running. Uh, Tuesday morning, we did photos in my house uh, of the desk that we'd cut, and we were live by 3 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon.
0: Wow. I have to say, though, you actually focused on almost a little niche. It was they were actually work from home desks, right? It was when I, I remember looking at that picture on Facebook and it was so unique, the whole design. It was mm. it was beautiful, catchy design. So Thank did you, you yeah. focus in just on that, right? Work from home desks? That's
1: what we were thinking about. We were thinking everyone's going to there's going to be whole industries of people uh, needing to work from home and, and needing desks. And so we, we thought that these desks that we were making, they click together in, in 30 seconds. And they can be packed away every day. It's 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 better than a trestle table. It looks still looks good, exactly. is totally functional, and uh, that was how what we ran with, and and it worked really well.
0: So from the day you supposedly closed the doors, which was the twentieth of March, is that right? Yeah. Did I get the dates Correct. right?
1: Twentieth of March. To
0: getting this the entire e-commerce site up and running, how long was that? A week or less than that.
1: Uh, less we so we so friday uh, we were running by the following tuesday
0: wow unbelievable and how did you go about sourcing materials because i'm just thinking supply chain was also a nightmare jeremy how did you get that sorted? yeah
1: look it, it is uh, luckily for us a lot of things we we when we build stages we 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 use a lot of materials like that we use a lot of timber and 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 we're, we're always we're always doing things changing the way we do things and looking for better ways and our stages that we build it, we, nothing's ever the same, really. Nothing ever looks the same twice. So we, uh, so we build, uh, we did the same thing with this. We looked at it, as, at it as a project. This is the project we're taking on now. We talked to our timber suppliers, which we, which we have, to see who had the, the birch ply we needed. And, um, and there was plenty in the country, luckily. We, wow. We're using a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we, we got onto those guys and they delivered. We got the first delivery on the, on the Wednesday morning. And we called straight away, we called some uh, half a dozen crew back that Wednesday. So, so they didn't work from Friday to Wednesday and they've worked there. Wow. <laughs> that is
0: just so awesome. And how quickly did you get the orders in?
1: This, that Tuesday I posted that what you're saying that you just read. Yeah. Uh, I posted that on Tuesday at three o'clock on Tuesday. That's uh, something I wrote that yeah. day and it went, uh, that post went uh, kind of viral, I guess you'd yes. say, uh, and um, it's now had uh, 750,000, uh, a reach of 750,000 people and um, wow, yeah, so so it was just posted. We, we sold 20 desks that afternoon.
0: Oh my goodness and I also know that uh, since then, well actually on that day or that week you decided to actually help a not-for-profit organisation. Can you tell me a little bit about that because you sure. were amazing, both you and your wife Tabitha, because it, you weren't just not only have you gone on to employ more people, which I've come to, but you've actually helped the industry. So can you tell me a little bit about that not-for-profit?
1: Yeah, so Support Act uh, is, a, is a charity that supports the event industry, uh, the Australian live music. And we decided that we were helping them the, the minute we, we decided to make desks. We calculated into our, into our pricing that we, we wanted to donate $10 from every desk to to Support Act so, and that's what we've been doing and uh, in the first month we donated over $20,000 to those guys so
0: wow. uh,
1: like, like I said earlier, there's 600,000 event workers and, and uh, uh, entertainment personnel out of work and these are the first guys to put their hand up whenever there's an issue in the country, yeah, bushfires, uh, that they'll put their hand up and put on a concert for free and these guys help everyone and so Support Act helps them at this really tough time.
0: That's phenomenal. And how many people? Have you employed more people now, Jeremy, than your previous yeah, we business?
1: Have, we have. So we're, we're sitting at 56 staff now. Wow. Uh, 60, 50, 60, sorry, 56 crew back working. And these are all event crew as well. So we, we've got guys that do uh, you know site management and, and event cleaning and uh, venue management and, and venue workers and all these people from all these different uh, event industry, event uh you know companies within the history, yeah. Yeah. uh here helping sanding and delivering and and packaging and uh it's, it's been an amazing thing to be able to help some some of those guys
0: and how did you get them all trained up I and mean, obviously there's beautiful energy with what yeah. you're doing but how yeah. did they just get all onboarded so quickly and get up and running i mean it's it's amazing such an <laughs> energizing story and such an inspiring story jeremy
1: yeah, thank you. We, we, we have uh, a lot of set builders and carpenters that work for us already, the mm-hmm. ones that we brought back. They've kind of taken the lead on different areas. We've all had to learn new things because none of us have built furniture before. Uh, or so, uh, sold it. Or sold it or done e-commerce or retail. And so we've had to learn all that along the way. And we, we just put the call out to the event event through event channels and said we're looking for people that are happy to come and sand and, and, and package and deliver uh, and, and people were putting their hands up everywhere to help. And so we, we've got as many as we could in to help uh, to do that. And, and it's really through some guidance, they've picked it up very quickly. And, and we're putting out a, a top shelf product.
0: Absolutely. Well, can you tell me about your new product? Was, was it actually launched for Mother's Day?
1: It was, yeah. We, we put out a few times asking people what they, what they wanted. So we started with the desk, the, the normal desk and the stand-up desk. We yeah. then moved on to uh, wine racks. And uh, we, we do a lot of other things, stools and smaller desks for kids and different sized desks and things and, uh, and uh, vinyl crates. And now we've uh, we put it out to everyone and said, look, what else would you guys be interested in while you're locked up in isolation? And the overwhelming, everyone wanted puzzle desks, uh, these boards for building puzzles on. And so we looked at the best way to do that and... Uh, you know, to put a bit of an angle on that to make to save people's necks and backs and make it a bit ergonomic. And so we did that. We put out a thousand piece puzzle board uh, with a stand and we put that out uh, midnight the, the night before yesterday, just before, just before Mother's Day. Uh, put it out for a Mother's Day uh, sale and uh, we actually sold 141 of those uh, during the day yesterday. So it's, uh, it's quite incredible.
0: I'm certainly one of your buyers which I'm going to get one because it's unbelievable that's crazy so I was just thinking are you going to go back to the previous business?
1: Look it's a, it's a good question we're expecting events to come back in a small way uh, potentially from later this year I can't see a big event happening potentially until next year but we'll, we'll do what we can in the event space but in the meantime we're going to continue along with these uh, with this furniture and uh, look i really do think we'll run it as a separate business uh, when that all happens because we're doing a, uh, i think we're doing a great job of it i can see uh, the focus coming back really strongly on australian manufacturing and and if we can uh, if we can be in the right place there we'll we'll continue that
0: absolutely and i and i guess from the perspective of the innovation you you mentioned that you're asking your customers i mean this is 101 right in terms of ask your customers what they want Mm. it's amazing how are you doing that? Has it been social media that's part of this whole feedback loop Jeremy what's what's worked? It's
1: almost entirely social media actually so so we put it out on Facebook and Instagram and 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 we do a bit on LinkedIn we didn't even know really what Twitter was when we started this uh <laughs> which is crazy but <laughs> We we had so many calls from people saying, oh, we heard about you on Twitter. Wow, okay, so, so they're, they're people who are on Twitter as well. Uh, so we are on Twitter, and then and then people are talking about Pinterest and all these other things. But purely uh, purely socials, we're we're putting some money now into that uh, to try and try and promote a little more. And um, and it, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at.
0: Well, you're listening to your customers, and you're giving them what they need
1: yeah that's what we're pretty pretty keen to keep doing that and um we get everyday people messages because we've been so open about you know we need your advice what would you like uh people are people are throwing more things at us and we've got another piece we'll let it will release later this week that people have been asking for and then uh, and then next week we're going to release another set of things actually so um some uh some quite cool things so, so yeah.
0: in a span of is it a month or two months
1: we 've just, just ticked over six weeks actually six, just, weeks. six and a half weeks now yeah. six
0: and a half weeks, and how many products have you innovated and created
1: we 're up to twenty on the, on the website now so
0: that 's unbelievable
1: yeah <laughs> we 're blo- blown away too it's, and we said from the start look we 'll keep putting out new things uh, we 've got a lot of ideas we 'll keep putting them out, and as things don't stop selling, we 'll take them off the website. Nothing stops selling it, so uh, we'll just we'll leave them all on there for now. That's
0: that's just crazy. That that goes against any traditional belief, right? Obviously, your belief system is pretty amazing, Jeremy. Yours and your team's. We've got, we
1: do have a great team, yeah, we're, yeah everyone thinks team. the same way, uh, everyone takes ownership, uh, like, like I said, we've got all these event guys, we've got carpenters that are now, have set up dispatch systems and we've got wow. set builders that are, that are uh, you know, doing organising delivery drivers and things like that. It's, it's amazing what people are doing and, and they, they've all taken such ownership uh, and we couldn't have done it without the team we've got.
0: Well, you. See, the thing is, I think it's the heart, Jeremy. I think one thing is, of course, gosh, you go into that space of what do I do to look after my family? But I think immediately you thought of your entire industry. So it's no, no surprise that the entire industry is right behind you. All of those people that you recruited, it's not a surprise at all that so you've ah. got that culture going, Jeremy. It's, it's pretty impressive. So I know that you actually have a pretty cool naming convention for your products, too, haven't you? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I-, I love the i love the names so what was that first desk called so it's
1: the iso king desk so yes. we've run we we ran with iso king we we were stage kings is our company name and yeah thought, well look let's uh what do you call us a, a, a stage king in isolation and uh, so we it was the iso king and so that's what we've run with and it's um we did it a bit tongue-in-cheek to start with but the names. Really working.
0: So good, so absolutely brilliant marketing as well, without even realizing it's brilliant marketing, right, Jeremy?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And we and we uh, we also I don't know if you've noticed we we took our old logo and just put a pen line through creative stages and structures and <laughs> and we've just written work from so
0: above. good. It, it, it's it's <laughs> as if. If you could do, if you were a case study of exactly how to perfectly launch a business and perfectly doing it, and with no planning, right? I mean, it goes right. against every every belief system that's out there that you have to have this beautiful business plan and you need this marketing plan and everything, <laughs> and you've just done this damn yeah. thing in about six six weeks.
1: Every decision's been made in minutes, and I mean, the branding.
0: Yeah. I mean, you didn't even use social media before, this, did you? Very,
1: very, very rarely. We had a few hundred people following us. So. Mm.
0: Wow. So you've got all the ISO products. So what was the puzzle product
1: called? It's, we're calling it the puzzle, the puzzle board, the ISO King puzzle board. Uh, yeah. So
0: it's, uh, yeah,
1: it's a part awesome. of the ISO King range.
0: So you're going to keep going, Jeremy?
1: We are going to keep going. We're actually uh, we're very excited about uh, a new lot of stuff we're doing for a back-to-work range of stuff as well. So it's a, it's a COVID-specific uh, modular furniture for, for actually going mm-hmm. back into the office so we've we've actually put another line under our logo now saying uh plus back to work uh furniture so
0: (laughs) So, is that you jeremy tabata who's the creative yeah yeah
1: well we've we've got some designers and we we tell them what we want and i said that pretty quickly let's put a line through that and i and i only want it handwritten don't don't do anything fancy so
0: that was the best thing about it i think it was such a down-to-earth Warm brand. I, I mean, I saw this on Facebook, right? Something about it was so appealing—the story, the, the warmth of it, everything. I think everything just fitted in beautifully. So, and, and what a success story for manufacturing locally, though. I'm Look, so that, happy.
1: That's the big thing we want to push. Uh, you know, we're, we're Australian-made. Everything yes. we buy is is uh, is sourced from Australian suppliers. It's actually sustainable materials we're using, and we're yes. recycling. We're also recycling 100% of the off-cuts. So yeah. uh, we're, we're pretty happy with the way that's going.
0: That's awesome. So I wanted to ask you a question, a final question. So for those who are out there, whether it's in your industry or any industry who are stuck, right, uh, mm-hmm. probably in the same place you were on that Friday the 13th Yeah. and who have come some way or are still stuck because of fear or whatever, what advice would you give those people out there?
1: Look, my main advice to everyone is, is don't procrastinate. If you've got an idea, move on it. Uh, you know, this, the speed of what that we moved on these ideas is what's got us to where we are. The same thing for us. We, we've got people, reach out to people as well and uh, reach out to other people in your industry. You, you, no one's going through this alone. Uh, so anyone that calls us and, and says that they're doing it tough, we'll find something for them to do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we really want to help as many as we can. And there's a lot of people out there like that. We're not the only company that's, uh, that's still going and trying to help people. And that's that's kind of my my only advice is is just keep talking to people and and stay in touch
0: thank you jeremy and and one more thing final question i promise (laughs) because fear how Hmm. did you not let fear cripple you given how devastating the blow was
1: that's a very good question
0: are you just fearless by nature
1: Look, I wouldn't have thought so. No, I've got a really strong support network uh, with with my wife Tabitha. And she and I—I'm not going to lie—I I, I struggle with things quite often, and she talks me through things. And it's it's important to have that support. And the way that we do look at things, and, and the, the whole industry, the whole of our company is the same. Is if something's not going right, we think, well, okay, good. Let's what can we do to, to what can we do with that? Uh, something good's going to come of it. How can we be in the right place for that? And I, I actually, I don't know if you know Jocko Willink. Uh, there's a video of his called "Good" that uh, that I watch all the time. the I, seal, yeah. Yeah, the Navy Seal. Navy yeah. Seal, yes, and I love him. He, he, he <laughs> said, "Yeah, he says, you know, okay, something's gone wrong. Good. Well, you know, what are you going to do about it?" And uh, and I have that mentality, and all of our guys here have that mentality, and so we we uh, we, we we're always thinking, okay, good. What what are we going to do about it?
0: Fantastic speed, right? Speed and absolute faith that it will work out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speed's a big one. Yeah.
0: Speed's a big one. Thank you so much for your time, Jeremy. And My I pr- wish you all the best. And I'm no doubt I'll see you on TV. If you already aren't on there, you have to get on it <laughs> 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 because it is a beautiful story, a beautiful story of what's possible.
1: Maria, thanks so much for having me. And I really appreciate the support.
0: Thank you very much, Jeremy. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for tuning in to the Unstoppable Leader Podcast with me, your host, Maria Patricetti. And if I may ask for a favor, please drop me a review on iTunes. I'd love your feedback and love to hear what you think. And if you want to stay up to date with me and the business, then please go to digitalarmor.com.au or our podcast website, which is theunstoppableleader.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be unstoppable.